it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. We are here to review the opening game of the season against Livingston, go over the 2-1 defeat to Malmo on Tuesday evening, round up some Rangers news and finish with a preview of the Dundee United game which is coming up on Saturday. So I am your host, Scott Carney, and joining me today is Jamie Lowe. Jamie, how are you doing? I am very well, mate. How are you doing? I'm good, mate. I'm good, mate. Um, there was a bit of news today that we're going to come on to that's definitely perked me up a bit. Um, I, I, obviously, everybody probably knows what that is, but we'll come on to that. But first off, mate, we're going to start with a wee uh, insight to your day that you had. Was it yesterday? It was yesterday, yeah. Yeah. Very, very enjoyable. So what did you do? Tell us all, Jamie. Put us out of the suspense, mate. Well, finally, Scott, I won a ballot. <laughs> Um, and it's one that I think it's one I think you were pretty jealous about. Uh, so my jers, there was a competition um, to uh, go and try out the the new and proposed um, kind of food items they're gonna they're gonna start at least considering to make um, at Ibrooks on a match day. Um, so I'd, my jers sent through the, the kind of monthly. Uh, emails and there's always competitions to win, whether it's the Rangers Gin or Saint Tops or whatever. And I go into them all. Um, and, and this one I did look at, but it was at the very bottom, and I kind of laughed and I thought that'd be that would actually be brilliant. So um, I don't know about yourself. I'm normally a kind of pie and bovro man at half time, but when I seen you know this list, so we get in firstly <clears throat> and we get introduced to the the food. His his title was the food and drinks product director. What a what a um, job that is! By the way, what a job that is. Aye, uh, so he was the executive chef um, for the catering supplier um, earlier. I think is the company's name. So um, he kind of chatted us through 
each of the, the sort of items. Um, they've done a lot of research through uh, other companies uh, to find out, you know, what were their, their most popular um, food types and, and brands and what have you. So um, basically, uh, the, 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 um, there's 10 of us there and started with kind of cool stuff like baguettes. Um, so I, I, I had a, and I sent you a picture of this, I had a, given a form and you had to rate each each thing based on um, flavour, portion size and appearance. Right. And then obviously I'd add all your comments and stuff. So um, baguettes we started with and then we had loaded macaroni, um, chicken wings. Oh, yeah. Um, burgers, hot dogs. And by the way, each of these things are not just, they weren't just run of the mill. It was like loaded. Go- gourmet shit. And, Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> loaded nachos, meatballs. Um, and they finished it off actually with a, a branded Rangers cookie. Uh, celebrating 150 years which was which was brilliant as well um so yeah it was a really good it was a good idea um really good day a good way to engage fans of course they're getting feedback from us um based on on these items and whether we thought they'd be um a good addition rather than just the the -the run-of-the-mill stuff and uh, whether it's pies and burgers or what have you, um, but it was it was a good it was a good conversation because it wasn't just kind of feedback about the food. It was a match the experience and um, there's talk about. I know they've brought out an app recently and there's there was mention as well about them uh, trying to get card transactions, whether it's contactless. You know yourself, you'll only be able to use cash at the moment um, at the kiosks. I guess the other bit of feedback as well, which they took on board, was. Um, you know, you'll see people leave five minutes before half time to go and beat the queue or there's always massive queues. So is there a staff shortage? Um, can they actually open up more kiosks? Um, so there's loads of things that they took on board and they're really willing to, to, to listen. Um, and obviously it was great getting a, a free scram. 100% mate as you can tell by the shape of my body mate I'm quite fond of my food uh, I do quite like Likewise. it so yeah I, I, it looked good man it really did look good I don't even think I applied for that and it boggles my mind as to why I, why I didn't to be honest because that's that's <laughs> right up my street that but yeah I mean I think it's very important for Rangers to, to, to kind of revamp all the, the kind of match the experiences and it is something they are doing it is something they're looking at because I mean some of the pies the speciality pies they do just now anyway at the kiosks are they're good they're decent you get some really Nice ones there, but you're running the mill scotch pie and that, mate. It's not, it's not the best. Do you know what I mean? Then no. everybody kind of knows that it's not the. It should be better, put it that way. But again, that's years of neglect, mate. That's led to to being like that. I can a catering company that's not really fit for purpose, to be honest. So yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see what comes out of it. I'm all for proper food, though. I mean, Ibrooks, I really am. I tend not to eat when I go to Ibrooks again, mate, because of the queues, and you usually eat before, yeah. and you've usually had a couple of beers or whatever before, so I tend not to eat when I go eh, to Ibrooks. It's usually after the game I'll, I'll grab something to eat, but if it's going to get really good food, then yeah. And the pictures look great, and it sounds like a cracking day. The SLO was there as well. He spent a bit of time with him. He was. See, just before we touch on that, actually, the... the um food and drink director had mentioned that as, as much as we were there as my Jairs members, they'd actually went through the same exercise with the executives in the club and they were obviously giving their feedback as well. So um, like you say, it will be interesting to see what they take forward. I think there's a few, there's a few items there that whilst they were made, I think longer term, there might need to be certain developments within the stadium. Um, we was talking about ventilation and, and things as to 
um, what they can actually go ahead and make. But I will see some some of them are uh, things they can make within the stadium, and it was more. It'll be interesting to see what the what cost they're going to be as well. Um, but yeah, the, the SLO was there, uh, Greg. It was good to good to chat to him. Good to catch up with him. Um, he'd he had uh, stopped by and tried out some of the the food items as well. She said he was on a diet, but he, he enjoyed them as well. Um, and we spoke we spoke about kind of the upcoming upcoming fixtures, and um, I'm sure we'll come on to the uh, the good news um, that that was announced today. Yes, yeah, but it sounds like a cracking day, mate. So it's good to good to see that the club are still looking into improving all aspects of the match they experience because it's long overdue. I think there's so much potential. Ibrooks, we've spoke about this before. There's so much potential there to make the the match they experience easily one of the best in um, in Scotland, if not Britain, um, for that matter. So yeah, good to see. Uh, and I'm, I'm jealous, mate, that you managed to get a free scran. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cracking food. But anyway, mate, we'll move on. Uh, we'll move on to a, a quick round up of the the games over the past uh, few days or so. Uh, we'll start with the Livy game, so the, uh, a goal from Hadji early in the first half, two goals later on in the second from Scott Wright and Kamar Roof, sealed three points for Rangers on the open day of the season. Not the best performance uh, by a by a long way, but for about 20 minutes, from about 20, well, it was really from about 20 minutes till about the, we scored, until we scored the second goal, really, is when there was just not very much in the intensity or tempo within the game, but... Saying that, job done. Um, off to the best possible start you could hope for. Um, what was your thoughts on the game, Jamie? And what was it like being back in Ibrox, mate? Yeah, firstly, just just so pleased to be back. Um, you can tell by the smile on your face there, mate. How pleased you are. I, I'm just 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 thinking back. Uh, Saturday was just a brilliant day, but obviously, I mean, our, our pod's called Club Deck Corner. Um, I think that's the first time all four of us have actually sat in the club deck. So that was mm-hmm. that was special. Um, my season tickets obviously in the, the main stand so I'm not used to being as, as high up as that so it was good to get a, a bird's eye view over the you saying that you were, you, were, you, you were high up but you were like four rows for the front or something you used to row D or something that's true that's true that's true Aye. cracking but, um, seats though no, they are cracking seats very 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 good view good view I think that's I think that's very similar to where uh, Scotia and Ali sit mm-hmm. normally um, I think there may be a couple of those back, but um, yeah, excellent to be back. And like you see, um, touching on the actual game, excellent finish from from Hadri to start. Really good start. Um, really composed and, and taking that that cross in, um, kind of dummying a dummying a shot um, and smashing it into the the roof of the net. Um, it did start to get frustrating after that. As, as you'd expect, Livingston obviously sat in and, and really frustrated us. Um, obviously, you and, you and Ali done a, a post-match uh, in the, the Viceroy afterwards and you, you spoke about uh, Kent dropping back and um, a lot of players kind of dropping in deep to pick up the ball and um, that that was evident. Um, but no, it, it was still convincing if you think about the, the game overall. It, 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 whilst the longer it went on, 1-0, you're obviously naturally going to be um, you know, worried that you know we, we concede a late goal or or, or um, we turn over possession. But uh, overall, a really good, a really good um, first game of the season and getting the the league campaign off to a good start. Yeah, I, I said it on the the post match that by the law of averages, Liverpool were due to get a chance. They didn't really get a chance though, and uh, no. 
I think we were all kind of desperate just to get off to that best possible start. And the second goal did come at exactly the right time. Look, I mean, it is what it is to say that it's, we are still building up to um, kind of full match fitness. Again, I, I don't want to be too critical. I think the crowd fell a wee bit flat. Just It kind of reflected on the way the play went on the park. And that's natural. That's the way things happen. Do you know what I mean? And uh, I mean, to get out there with three, three goals, clean sheet, you're off to the best possible start and obviously it was made even sweeter on Saturday night by a certain other score. So you really can't ask much more of the team. Um, Scott Wright's goal was a absolute peach. I mean, it really is an absolute great goal. He he was excellent when he came on. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. disappointed to see Hadji coming off injured. Um, and I think we obviously uh, seen the extent of that one not being, you know, he never featured um, the other night against Malmo. Hopefully he'll be fit for the weekend, but um, I Scott Wright was was excellent. He took that goal really, really well. And um, as you said, we had a we had a cracking view. We were pretty much right behind it. Um, as we've seen him curling it into the corner, but uh, I he's he's coming on leaps and bounds. Really, really positive. Wants to take people on. Um, good bit of good turn of pace. Um, so he's he's going to be an exciting player. Definitely, I think he definitely impressed. He, he's not he's not scared, and he's out to prove his point, and he's out to get himself into this team as much as he possibly can. I'm really excited about Scott Wright and what he can offer Rangers. I think he's a he's a great talent, and he's, it's a good bit of business by Rangers to get him in the door. I didn't actually realise on Saturday that Livingston actually went down to ten men um, due to uh, an injury. They just all their subs, and they actually ended up with ten men. I didn't realise that, and then Kamar Roof kind of sealed it with a. Yeah, a guy went off injured, so they Kamal Roof sealed it. Yeah, Kamal Roof sealed it with a bit of a, a loose ball. Um he reacted fast in the box and put it away as easy as you like and Kamal Roof's off the off the mark for the season. But as you say, Jim, you just these performances are gonna happen and if I'll take a performance like that every single game this season if it means we win the league. Kamal Roof, your player of the year this year. Was your early call? Um, yeah, good, good to good to see him coming on. Um, there was a couple of those scenarios actually, kind of in the last 10, 15 minutes. I never realised we went down to or Livingston went down to ten men either. Um, whether they were starting to tire, which you'd imagine they would, just sitting defending the whole time. Um, there was a couple of those scenarios where it was, um, you know, getting very messy in the box and it was falling to either uh, us for a shot and getting blocked or. Um, but yeah, Roof, Roof done well to go on to the end of that and just lash it into the, the side net. And so, yeah, hopefully he'll... I know he's, he's obviously suspended still from a European point of view, but uh, it'd be good to see him uh, come in. I know we'll touch on the Dundee United game. It'd be good to see him involved at the weekend. Um, yeah. Yeah, I 100% think he will be involved at the weekend, him and Kamara, but we will come on to that. So we'll move on, Jamie, to Tuesday night. Um, start with the first leg before we can talk about the return leg. Rangers are beaten 2-1 in Sweden after a couple of minutes in the start of the second half that no one would want to remember. Uh, however, a late strike from Steve Davis gives Rangers a fighting chance. Second second tie coming up. Um, the return tie is coming up on Ibrooks on Tuesday. Uh, before we get to the very exciting news on Ibrooks returning to a full capacity, mate, what was your thoughts on the, the first leg? I thought it was a really stuffy game. Overall, um, they obviously sat sat in and played a, a sort of three at the back. I wasn't really, I wasn't sure what to what to expect. We've obviously spoken about them having had their their season started already. Um, 
I don't I don't think they're a fitter team than us, and that obviously showed with us getting that that goal at the end. So um, I know you and Ali have said they're not necessarily a team that we we fear, but they are. I mean, they are. They've got quality. They are a strong physical team. I mean, you see them. They're not. They're not scared of a, a heavy challenge. No, certainly not. Right. No. Right in it, and at times come in for you know um, really heavy challenges. So, um, really, yeah, just a really stuffy, quite frustrating game. I think I'd looked at the um, the stats afterwards, and there was I think it was like three three goal attempts a piece, and um, which probably tells you all you need to know um, with three goals. So, really disappointing to concede the two goals in the fashion we did. Um, the second one almost felt as if we were still kind of trying to reset and, and we just went, I just, just completely caught, caught on our heels. Um, un- unfortunate, but, you know, the tie's the tie's still alive and, and good to see is obviously get that goal back, which was, which was really important. I think the first half Rangers played quite well, honestly. I think after I kind of, we started really well for the first couple of minutes. It then became a wee bit cagey for both teams. And then Rangers started to dominate the game. And we had the better of half chances, if you like. There wasn't really a clear-cut chance, really, for any team uh, until Malmo scored. So it was... But we were definitely the more dominant, I felt. And I felt at half-time, I was yeah. like, we, we we could probably score here. I had every confidence that Rangers could probably score. Um, obviously, we didn't know at this point Hadri wasn't actually stripped for the game, so he'd picked up a knock during the warm-up. That was confirmed by Gerard at the, the end of the match. So hopefully he's he's back fit. The press conference for um, Saturday's game is obviously tomorrow, Friday. So, But yeah, the, the two minutes, mate, of just defensive laps, it was just like... It's so uncharacteristic of this team and it, it just shocked us all. I mean, I, I just looked up from my phone and it was 2-0. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I almost thought I was yeah. watching a replay of the first goal. Do you know what I mean? I was like, how? No, hang on. I was like, it was a, just a bizarre two minutes. I say, it's not it's not good enough though. Um, as I say, Connor Goldstrom was all over the place. Uh, I don't want to be too critical of him because in the first half he did, he did do quite well, um, kind of nulling, nullifying their attack. But th- that goal... The second goal, especially, it was just a it's just a car crash of errors, really, for both goals, and it's uh, it all led to obviously Rangers. We, we, again, we, we grew into the game after that. We didn't give up. Do you know what I mean? And I've seen a lot of that people talking about reaction to this game. Rangers didn't give up, and we didn't give up. We just didn't really get a clear cut chance. And then the first time we decided to shoot, mate, pretty much as far as I can remember, the first time we actually got a decent shot, a chance to shoot, we shoot. It's a deflection. I'll take it all day long, and it completely changes the complexion of the tie. Totally. Um, and looking back, whether or not you obviously mentioned Hadji there, whether or not um, I know Adibo obviously was was missing as well. So whether or not they were available, I don't know if that would have been the starting lineup as in um, Arfield, Lindstrom, um, as well as Davis, who who had a cracking game. To be fair. Um, yeah, this it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I'm actually really interested to see how we're going to line up for that game. Um, you obviously touched on Alfie and, and whether or not he's going to be he's going to be fit enough to start. If he's available, you'd imagine he will be starting. Um, you also had the conversation about Itton. Um, I thought he done. I thought Itton done okay. Um, held the ball up well at times. And as I said, he, he took a, f- a fair few clatters, but mm-hmm. um, def- definitely offers something different 
Um, like you say, we we passages of play. Whilst whilst you're you're saying we're, we're getting up to match fitness, I, I still think we are a, a fit team, and that shows as shown in both of the last two fixtures, as in against Livingston and Malmo, we, we don't stop. Um, we continue to to press and go at it, even even when um, again I thought Ryan Kent had quite a, a frustrating game coming back and, and dropping deep to pick up the ball. He was losing it often, but. He keeps going and, and keeps um, trying to turn that screw and make something happen. So um, I thought him and Wright in particular looked very dangerous. Um, and it's it set us up for a really exciting uh, return leg on Tuesday. Yeah, there is definitely levels to this Rangers team, but we're nowhere near the levels we can reach. So that's pretty much the nicest compliment I can give. But you've led it on quite nicely there, mate, to um, if Steve Davis goal didn't give us a lifeline in this tie, it was announced today that full house... Uh, capacity stadium is returning. Um, Rangers announced earlier on today, Rangers can confirm there will be a full capacity at Ibrook Stadium going forward, subject to conditions prescribed by the Safety Advisory Group of Glasgow City Council. The ticket office will be in contact with season ticket holders today to confirm the process for ticket allocation for Tuesday's match v Malmo. We cannot wait to hear you roaring from the stands of Ibrooks Park and I just get goosebumps, literally just got goosebumps to the back of my neck. Um, I cannot wait for this and Fucking God help Malmo, mate, because this is going to be spectacular. <clears throat> what was it? What was it they had? Four thousand fans or something? Four and a half thousand, I think they had. Yeah, four and a half. Yeah. Fifty thousand oh, bells, mate. <laughs> Fifty thousand bells. My God, be a wee bit different. Eh? Um, I, I'm absolutely buzzing for that. When you actually, we actually need to get a plan for that. <clears throat> As in us, we need to plan what we're doing. But, yeah. um, I. I as as we just said, the tie the tie is very much alive, but um, it's going to be massive for the team. Um, obviously, the, the players you can tell the players loved having the, the fans back in on Saturday. Um, and that was twenty three thousand. So you can think about the atmosphere and the noise that was created with the goals going in. Like European nights are just they're totally yeah. different. Um, ain't seen nothing yet. They ain't seen nothing no. yet. I'm telling you, this is going to be, uh, yeah, that's going to be loud. Uh, I've got no real doubt about that. This is, um, it's a, it's the best possible outcome for Rangers. It really is. I mean, I know some of these players haven't really played in front of a full house um, at Ibrox. Some of them have, some of them haven't. But they are going to know exactly what we're all about on European nights, and we will roll this crowd on as I said, roll this team on. I think it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be magnificent, mate. I didn't think this was going to happen. I'll be completely honest. I thought, no, we're not going to get a full house. But, I mean, we've got to feel confident now. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, I mean, the, the way goals thing, I think we spoke about that when it first came in. Um I think it's the same for everybody, right? But we're obviously, obviously, we're really pleased to nick that that away goal. But um, we we score that first goal um, next next Tuesday night, and just just imagine the the noise that's going to come from the ground, and just um, obviously willing willing the team on to go and uh, score again. As I said, I think Malmo are a, a very capable team, right? They're, they've got quality. They are um, very physical, um, but. I'm hoping, you know, by the time Tuesday comes around, we've got a, an even stronger available squad. Um, I think that was the only thing about uh, Tuesday is 
when Gerard looked around to, to obviously strengthen things, he, he had quite a, a few young boys uh, there as opposed to um, our usual sort of strength and depth to choose from. So, uh, yeah, uh, I, I think we'll I think we'll do it. Yeah, I think so now as well, especially with the crowd. I just think this has just played right into the hands of, of Rangers and um, it's our duty now to make as much noise as we possibly can. And I have no doubt that the, the Ibrooks faithful will do exactly that. I honestly cannot wait for it. My tickets are already confirmed. I'm going back to my seat after nearly two years, mate. I've not been in my seat. I cannot wait to get back to my seat. Um, and it'll just feel like I'm back properly. As I say, I've been quite lucky to go quite a few games. Um, over the pre-season and obviously I was at Livingston on Saturday as well but I'm not in my own seat and everybody knows it doesn't feel the same unless it's in your, unless you're in yeah. your own seat and now I get to go in my own seat so yeah I'm absolutely buzzing I cannot wait for it and I'm, I'm quietly confident Rangers will get the job done um, I really am I think the noise and the the, the whole occasion um, is just going to play into our hands I, I really really do so I'm, I'll go for I'll go for 2-0 Rangers do you want to make a prediction? Um, I'll go for three now. That's fair, mate. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. But yeah, as I say, bring it on. Literally cannot wait for it. So bring it on. I think it's an eight o'clock kickoff. Am I right? Eight pm kickoff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, let's go for it. So from a a high to a bit of a a low or a kind of sucker show, <laughs> um, that is the the SFA cinch debacle that's kind of ongoing with Rangers just now. So many will have noticed there was no since sponsorship at Ibrooks on Saturday for the opening game of the season. Uh, the reason for this, in the simplest possible terms, has been explained uh, in a most recent blog by Stevie Clifford at Four Lads. So I've just took a wee bit from that. Um, he explains the SPFL announced a record-breaking sponsorship deal with Cinch. Rangers have not provided Cinch with shirt sponsorship. We also haven't used their logo or announced a Cinch Man of the Match. Basically, sponsorship requirements. The reason for this is because Rangers argue it conflicts with our own sponsorship deals. Under SPFL own rules, Rangers are quite in their rights to do this. Rangers have been in dialogue with the SPFL for some time and Prior to this deal being signed, Rangers alerted the government board, governing bodies to our situation and that we would not be able to comply with the new sponsorship. The SPFL proceeded to ignore Rangers and sign it anyway. Rangers simply followed the rules and correctly applied the SPFL's own rules and guidelines. Despite the quickly developing narrative, Rangers have complied with every SPFL rule and have done absolutely nothing wrong. So thank you, Stevie, um, for that uh, he put it much clearer than I possibly could. So I'll leave a link to that blog in the description for this podcast. You can go and check it out. I always top class from Stevie. But following on from that, mate, the SPFL's Murdo McLennan then sent a letter to every club making Rangers out to be wrong for what they've done. Big, bad Rangers. Surprise, surprise. Stuart Robertson then replied, uh, clearly pointing out the facts and clearing Rangers of any wrongdoing. This is really all down to the fact that the SPFL... Um, sponsorship was brought in by an agency so since was brought in by an agency and they're taking half a million for this so half a million is going back out the Scottish game which shouldn't be the case I mean let's be honest that, that shouldn't be happening um, and it moves the reason they are the reason they're embarrassed about it is because the spotlight's firmly on them and again it just draws attention to the fact that they are sitting on their healthy wage packages these guys in the SPFL 
but they're not fit for purpose and they're underselling the game in Scotland. I mean, this the sponsorship deal's not even that great. Let's be honest. It's not like it's like mega money. It's not. It could have been more. Um, so I just think it's the gist of it is with my blue tinted glasses on, mate. Right. I'm all for Rangers doing this. I'm like, brilliant, yeah, get it up them as far as I'm concerned. They don't listen to anything we have to say and all they're trying to do is paint us as being big, bad Rangers, the way it always is. So Rangers are quite right to fight back on it. With my blue tinted glasses off, this could all have been resolved if the rest of Scottish football would back Rangers and hold these people to account for the sheer lack of professionalism and them representing Scottish football. Uh, Take team selection out of it, mate, whether you support Hearts, Hibs, Dumbarton, Morton, whoever you support, everybody's in agreement that the SPFL are not fit for purpose. We ha- Everybody has to back together. So I am all for Rangers standing against us and doing this because we're not doing anything wrong. What's your thoughts on it? I just spoke for a long time there. What's your thoughts on it? <laughs> <laughs> we thing is, we went quite a long time without any sponsorship deal, didn't we not, as, in, as a league? Like, Mm. I, can't, I can't actually remember. Was it Ladbrokes before? Um, Ladbrokes. And then when that deal ended, it, it, we went a period of just having no sponsorship. And it feels, I don't know, if it felt a bit kind of last minute um, when this deal came in. Um, not many people have heard of Cinch either, mate. Do you know what I mean? Let's be honest. Cinch is not exactly a massive name. No, but... No, I think I've seen that one advert uh, on the TV, but no, I agree. Um, but there's obviously when that when that contracts come in, if there's I've seen obviously um, the the statement from Stuart Robertson, and there's this obviously the, the rule rule seventeen, um, mm-hmm. which touches on the, the kind of commercial aspects. And you're right, as in whether that was Rangers or any other club within the SPFL, there's there's obviously rulings there. There's there's an existing contract. Um, which touches on um, any pre-existing um, contracts they may have in place, which in turn, if that, for whatever reason, is to um, be a conflict of interest with anything else, um, you, you know, the clubs need to have their, their rights protected. So you're right, whether it's a Rangers thing or it's a, any other club, um, it just... It just seems very rushed and um, not not well not well planned out, unfortunately. Um, but I totally agree, as in with the, the stance. Um, I think in this scenario, from a Rangers point of view, we've obviously got um, the Douglas Park Motor Company um, group. So, and there's there's a clear conflict there. Um, so I can see I can see why we're we're taking the stance we are. And um, you're right, it, it, the board need to to be taken to taken to account. I think, obviously, the Rangers have made it quite clear from the start when this was even getting discussed with the the, the other teams within the, the the whole of Scotland, really, that Rangers were like, well, we can't do this. And yeah, Rangers might be playing a wee bit difficult. Possibly, they might be. But at the end of the day, Rangers have still had dialogue with them. The SPFL didn't respond. Like you can't just ignore somebody that's part of the part of the group that you represent. You can't just ignore them just because it's Rangers. And again, they've just ended up with pie all over their face, mate. And I think it serves them absolutely right. They are not fit for purpose. And I, I, 
I don't think anybody disagrees with that. I think everybody's in the same boat, but everybody just seems to go, oh, it's okay, we'll just kind of let it go. We'll just put Cinch on our tops, we'll just put Cinch on our billboards. Why should we? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't see why we should. Rangers, I'm 100% sure Rangers are getting more from their own sponsors than they are from this Cinch deal. I guarantee you that. So, I mean, again, it might be a wee bit Rangers playing hardball. I'm not 100% sure, but... I am all for them fighting back on it because if they don't want to communicate with us and they don't want to treat us with respect, then why should we treat them with respect? See, whether it's been Cinch as a supplier, as a contractor, whatever form they take as a partner, they they should really, I would imagine, would have seen the, the existing contract which states this rule. Um, so they would have been aware that there's a possibility that there could be clubs that don't agree to whether it's the branding in the stadium, branding on tops, branding on whatever. This this would exist within um, the existing contract. So um, it's there's, I guess there's a couple of feelings. It's, it's the SPFL, but Cinch, I guess as well, have agreed to it on the basis that this you know this clause is here. It exists, and um, there's a possibility you'll have not only just one, but you could have all 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 clubs that have got you know uh, a conflicting interest. So therefore, they, they might push back on it. It just feels a wee bit, um, a wee bit amateur. It's just, just a wee bit, mate. And the fact that the fact of bringing an agency to do it, it's just embarrassing. I mean, it really is. They're taking half a million out of it to do this. They could have employed somebody for, I don't know, a hundred grand a year, even. I don't know. Some sort of commercial director could have done this. I don't understand why an agency had to be brought in. It takes even more money out of a, a league that's not exactly flush, mate, considering who our, our direct yeah. neighbours are. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. I think Rangers are quite right to take this stance. I think there's probably a wee bit more to run in it, but I wouldn't be expecting to see Sinch anywhere near Ibrooks anytime soon, I don't think. Uh, so, we'll move on, mate, because um, we could just rant about the SPFL all night. So, we'll move on to transfers. Uh, just a quick transfer roundup. So, George Edmondson and Jordan Jones exit stage right. Transfers in. Juan Allegra has the Colombian boy from he's playing in Finland just now. Uh, again, he's been linked. Uh, he's been strongly linked. And Joey Veerman is not going to Feyenoord, uh, as far as I can see, we are a rejected offer um, from Herenveen. With, it was a cash-plus player deal, apparently, according to our main street media. Um, George Edmondson and Jordan Jones... I think that's the most expected two exits you were looking to see this this summer, mate. Yeah, I was I wasn't expecting really to see them. Um we spoke obviously the, the pre season games, we thought there was a number of players, those two in particular, who were almost in the shop window. Um mm. it's felt like the writing's been on the wall um for a while with both of them. Uh, Jones both of them, to be fair, had had a, a good bit of ability. Um, I thought they could have been good squad options. Um, we've just, we've just um, strengthened since since then, since those signings a couple of years ago and um, obviously go with our, our best wishes. But I did, they, obviously the, the whole um, COVID breach as well, they never done themselves any favours. And I, th- I think from the point that they both went out on loan, it was more with a view of and get yourself almost new clubs at that point. Um, a shame, as I say, but um, we go with, go with our best wishes. Yeah, I think Jordan Jones will look back on this in years to come and go, I made an absolute arse of that. I really did. Because he had yeah. potential. Uh, I think we spoke about it before. Ali speaks about it as well on the pod. And there was there was some form of player there, um, just his decision-making, um, be it 
be it on the park and on in his in his personal life, it's just he, he was just a, a daft boy um, at times, and somebody that should probably know better at his age. It's a shame. Um, again, we wish him all the well. Edmondson, Katich is back. We've got Holanda. We've got Balogun. I don't, we don't need him. Do you know what I mean? In the nicest possible way, we don't need him. Uh, there's no way he's going to be playing in front of any of them if they're all fit. So it makes makes loads of sense for him to go. When we brought Simpson in as well, I thought that oh, was... Oh, Simpson and all, aye, Simpson. That was almost... I, I felt as if when we made that signing, that was the Edmondson's spot, aye, as, as the fourth or fifth choice centre-back. Um, as I say, still really young boy. He'd he, he done well, and uh, I, I can't actually remember what it was. It was a European fixture, and it was away, um, and I was really impressed with Edmondson when he played that night. But, um, yeah... Hopefully, again, it's it's money in the door. Um, I think we actually got Edmondson for free, and I'm sure we, we got almost a million back in. Um, mm. Obviously, freeing up, freeing up wages as well. So, um, like you say, and you might come on to it, I suppose it's then, um, if there's any other outgoings, it's it's what, what that frees up and who else we can, we can possibly look to bring in. Yeah, so as I say, the, the biggest links in just now that the one Allegra, uh, the the Colombian lad, he's he's popped up again. Um, I don't know if it's just an easy link to make for the fact that he plays in Finland and he's Colombian, and we've done that before, mate. I really don't know. And the Joey Vierman one as well. Um, he's obviously not going to fire nord, so. I don't know anything about one Allegra, mate. I'll be completely honest. But if he does half as well as Alfredo, I'll take him. <laughs> I'd, I'll be honest. I don't. I don't know an awful lot about him either. Um, apart from I think he's nineteen, uh, so still a very young boy. Um, yeah, I, I don't know an awful lot about signing. I, I seen uh, something as well about it possibly being a a, a B team signing, but uh, I think that'd be a, a first team addition probably. Um, the Veerman one do you know how much see that you were saying there about the Feyenoord offer do you know how much it was as in monetary terms now all the report said is it was a rejection for cash plus player deal so I would imagine they've probably offered like a, I don't know about a three four million pound player and then put a half more on top of that I would imagine um, yeah. I, I don't know but yeah but it, it doesn't look like it's happening anyway but I mean, he's a boy we spoke about. He's an exciting player, um, and I don't think Rangers will be... I think we'll try and chase him, obviously, but I think it's only if the price is right right now because I still think we're in the we're in the position where we need to definitely get Champions League football uh, in the group stages or sell a blue-chip player before we make a signing like that. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, the, the, lure, the lure of Euro- European football is going to um, open the door and... and uh, Make those type of players available. Um, so again, it's another another reason why uh, next Tuesday is so so really really important. Yeah, and then we've seen rumours today that Glenn Kamara possibility of signing a a new deal with Rangers. Um, no, I don't think this means that he's not going to leave. I just think this means if you want him, you're going to need to pay top dollar. I think it makes perfect sense for Rangers, and it probably makes perfect sense with Kamara in case a deal doesn't transpire for him. Yeah, this is. A, I don't know. Again, I don't know what where his current contract takes him up it's until. Two, but it's, two it's years, like, I think he's got left. He's got two years. Right. Okay. Aye. I um, totally agree. You need to sign him up again. Uh, obviously banned, but he especially turns up in, in European fixtures. Um, so I thought we we really missed him on Tuesday. 
Um, so yeah, no, I would, whether it's you know whether it's being uh, business savvy and, and making sure that if bids come in they're going to be um, for for top money, fair enough. But I would love to, I really would love to keep Kamara. I know we've spoken about um, our kind of more sellable assets. He he is one of them, but it's because he is genuinely one of our best players. So yeah, no, yeah. I'd, I'd love to keep him. Yeah, he's he's genuine European classmate. He absolutely is, and yeah. um, everybody agrees. It's not as if again with just the blue tinted glasses, beer blown smoke up his ass, mate. He is he's absolute class. He really is, and uh, yeah, I would love to keep him. I really would, but we'll see what. Bro, as I say, I don't know what this deal. A lot of people are like, "Oh, Kamara's going to sign a new deal." Means he's staying? No, it doesn't. <laughs> it just means that oh. if they, if somebody's going to want to buy him, they're going to need to pay the top dollar for him. It makes perfect business sense. It really does. Uh, but I think the day will the day will come where Kamara leaves. But again, this could all be down to whether we get European football or not. It really is one of the ones that we're going to just need to see what unfolds with it. Uh, in terms of that, mate. Um, do you see any more exits? Do you see any more coming in? Do you, do you think Rangers need to be still be looking? What's your thoughts? Um, yeah, because your man, your man Barker's still in the books, so <laughs> so he is. Uh, God, so's Jake Hasty as well. Get them away, man. <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple, I and it's whether or not I'd imagine there will be offers coming in, but it's whether or not. So even even Jones, I'd read, um, there was a couple of loan offers. So I think whilst the squad still as big as it is, I think the ideal is for these guys that are on the fringes. To, to actually get them out on a permanent transfer, um, get their, their you know money money back in the door for for fees we've paid as well as get them off the, the wage bill and free up space to, to bring in. Um, the Veerman Simon still still one like you say that's not really going away and, and one that um, would be good to see. So yeah, I, I do see us. I, I do still see us um, at least bringing in another one. It's going to depend on. It goes back to your point about the blue chip. Um, departure if you will if, if one of whether it's Kamara or Morelos goes they, they will 100% need replaced so um, yeah what do you think? I think yes mate I think I, I would agree with you on that I think that I don't think it's done yet put it that way I, I'm not 100% sure if I think somebody is going to leave or a blue chip player will leave I just say I think all rests on and I could be making up situations in my head here mate for all I know but I think it all rests on European group stages, uh, Champions League group stages. I think if we get that, I don't think we're in a great rush to try and get rid of people. Um, I do think players like Barker, um, Middleton possibly, <sighs> Hasty. I mean, if they're not going to be Rangers players, we might do loan to buys. I don't know. Uh, try and get them out the door, but I don't think they're really going to feature anymore. Um, especially, I mean, Barker and Hasty. You've got Scott Wright in there now. I mean, there's 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 not a competition in my opinion there really isn't uh, I've said that a million times I cannot understand why Brandon Barker plays for Rangers but um, I think it all depends it really does I think I agree if Morelos goes there has to be a signing there has to be a a proper signing uh, and Kamara I think is filming I think that is I think that's pretty be what would, what would happen um, I can't disagree with what you're saying, mate. But I think, mate, we could be sitting here saying it's Kamara or Morelos, and it might not even be Kamara or Morelos. It goes, it might be oh, somebody else. Do you know what I mean? You don't I know. know. I know. McCrory was an interesting one as well, getting named on the bench the other night, as in seeing McLaughlin come in, obviously for, for Livingston, then going McGregor. I would have just expected to see McLaughlin, obviously, on the bench, um, mm-hmm. and then 
Andy First doesn't seem to get a look in. So it's good to see McCrory's getting involved and, and he's obviously within the squad. But again, I wasn't sure whether or not he'd be um, going out on loan this year or, or whether he's going to be involved or, or kind of around about the first team. I think we'll see, just be, purely based on what we've seen so far um, with Levy and Malmo, I think we'll see a lot more rotation in terms of goalkeepers this year. Um, I think he'll try and keep McGregor as fresh as he can for the bigger games, if you like. But, I mean, McLaughlin's a more than fine standing. And I think McCrory might get a chance maybe in the cup games. I'm not sure. And Andy Fuff, I love Andy Fuff. He has the best job in the world, honestly. He has the best job in the world. He stands in goal and gets boss booted at him, mate, and can call himself a part of the 55 winning team. That's the dream, mate. That is the dream. But fair play to him, honestly. Fair play to him. Uh, so we'll move on, mate. We'll finish up with our preview of the Dundee United game. Uh, Rangers take on Dundee United on Saturday, the 7th of August, in the first away game of the season. Kickoff is at 12.30 and it's on Sky Sports. United didn't get off to the best of starts. Um, I don't think they set up quite right. I've watched the highlights back uh, of them playing Aberdeen. They just didn't set up very well. They didn't really... Do you know what I mean? They, they kind of... Why would you not have a go at them? Do you know what I mean? I, just, I, didn't, I didn't really understand. Mm-hmm. They looked like they were very much there for a draw and it didn't pan out for them. They were unlucky not to score, but Aberdeen thoroughly deserved that win. What do you expect from the game at the weekend, mate? Do you expect two banks of five again? Probably, yeah. Um, <laughs> I would, I would imagine. So I'd, I'd imagine that's going to be what will come up against for the majority of of the league campaign this season. Um, but I'm actually, I'm really looking forward to Saturday. I'm looking forward to, to seeing uh, Kamara and, and Roof come back into the squad. Um, Balogun as well. Um, so I just, just really, really looking forward to to seeing the team and having having a uh, lost the other night. Looking forward to seeing them putting putting another marker down. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see the reaction. Um, but I fully expect it to be as professional as professional can be, mate. And I, I think Rangers will come out the blocks firing. So the what do you think of the the first team, mate? This is our first ma- the first team prediction of of the year. I don't think I maybe got one right last year, maybe two. I don't know. At very very most, I don't think any of us really ever got it right. Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, I think McLaughlin. Tavernier, Goldson, Holanda, Barisic, Kamara, Lundstrom, Kelly, Kent, Sakala, and Roof. What are you thinking? Interesting. I'm actually not that far off it. I think the only differences I went for is I think Bassey will start because I think uh, Barisic was struggling. Hmm. I think um, whether, whether or not, if it's just he needs more game time, then fair enough, he, he might play, but. Um, I had a, a, diff, a difficult night. Um, Kelly's an interesting shout. Kelly's an interesting shout. I would say I would say in the midfield would be Kamara, Davis, and Lundstrom. Okay. And then up top, Haji, Sakala, and Kent. I think I think Roof's a set to start. I really do. I think Roof's an absolute mm-hmm. set to start. Um, he might not even play Sakala. I might play Roof through the middle. Uh, it'd be good to yeah. see if Aribo's fit as well. It'd be good to get Aribo need, needed minutes. Well, he, I think he needs minutes the second half of the Livingston game. He started to kind of peter out a wee bit. So I think he needs a, a, a bit of minutes. I think as well with the kickoff being at half 12 and the fact that we're playing at 8 o'clock on Tuesday, 
at Ibrookstone in Glasgow, I think we could see a few of the, the bigger names. I feel like I hate saying that, but the, the kind of bigger names, I think they might still get game time. So if Barisic needs minutes and it's not a knock, then 100% I expect Barisic to play because he needs minutes. And Arfield might play as yeah. well if he's looking towards Tuesday night and playing um, playing Arfield. But I think he'll rest Davis and that's why I put Kelly in because you've got to give the boy a chance. If you're going to name him on the bench, you've got to give him a chance. Yeah, true. We'll see, mate. We'll see. Um, score predictions, mate. I'll go for 2 0, Rangers. Scorers? Uh, Hadji and Sakala. I'll go for 3 0, and I'll put Kent, Sakala, and Roof to score. Um, because Ruth's going to be my man and I'm going to be proved right at the end of the season that I picked the right player that's what I'm going for anyway but yeah I mean I'm really looking forward to it as well it's good to have the football back and it's now really the countdowns on to Tuesday as well to get back into the full stadium at Ibrox. I mean honestly I cannot wait for it I just every time I think about it the hairs in the back of my neck stand up it's going to be incredible it really is uh, so that'll do us for tonight mate um, thank you very much for your time Jamie and I will speak to you on Saturday I think it might be me and you for the club reaction on Saturday mate cool I'm looking forward to it as well um, big game to, to turn things around um, obviously after the disappointing result but um, I'm really looking forward to it and I'll speak yeah. to you then yeah, me too, mate. I can't... You always look forward to Rangers playing, don't you? You really do. But yeah. anyway, um, thank you to everybody for listening. Shameless plug from me. Please do subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like the video. Give us a wee five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Leave a comment. Follow our socials. It really does support us. It makes a huge difference. Always share and like anywhere you can as well. As I say, it really does help support us. It really helps us get out to as many bears as possible. Uh, so that's us. Thank you for listening. As I said, we'll be back on Saturday. I think it's going to be me and Jamie. So we'll be with you at some point after the Dundee United game. Uh, until then, we are Club at 22, the Champions podcast. And I'll speak to you all next time. Cheers. <laughs>